0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes alike. I am the West Virginia woman, Robin Holstein of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a good night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. I've been keeping house since I was 17 years old, balancing the budget and paying the bills as an army wife on the salary of a PFC stationed at Fort Hood, Texas and as a single mother of two back home in West Virginia. Things have changed a lot since then, but I haven't forgotten what it was like. This podcast looks at society and cultural issues affecting families in West Virginia and in the United States. From food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more, we'll go round the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. there, that should be enough. Okay. Well, here we are again and welcome to the uh, podcast today. This is the Holstein house podcast and it's episode 24. Can you believe it? 24 already since I just started, you know, a few weeks ago, been trying to do this a couple times a week. I think I'm, you know, I've been doing Tuesday, Thursdays. It's going to have to change because that one day in between, there's just not enough going on to to come back and and talk about Um, today we're going to talk about crowded roads ham radio license bitcoin a little bit about bitcoin crumbling columns crumbling columns Uh, and a potential guest that's coming up and uh, so if you if you make comments sometimes i can't see them right away especially on the youtube or not the youtube the facebook facebook is really hateful about what it shows as far as comments on when i do these so i i do have it matched up with Streamyard like it's supposed to be but it just doesn't always show me i've i've gone back into the facebook uh stream on my personal account and looked and i would have four or five comments i didn't even know they were there and uh it's kind of, it kind of bogs down if i try to run facebook in the background on this machine and have StreamYard running and feeding to all the other things and recording. So, I'm sorry. I will answer you. I will answer you, uh, or you can come into the YouTube stream. The YouTube stream is working very well. As a matter of fact, Dixon Way is is in the uh, is in the house. <laughs> He's already commented a little bit, and uh, I know that the YouTube stream is working there so here we go um 2022 is going out in in classic fashion here at holstein house um that was a drink of coffee because i get that sinusy drainage nasty stuff uh friday was a gorgeous day this is this is uh the the third this is tuesday the third and last friday was just an absolute gorgeous day it was 70 degrees and breezy, and the sun was shining. it I mean, if I had a convertible, it would have been a top-down kind of day. It w- really would have. It was just gorgeous, and I had a lot of errands to run, some things to do for the church, and some things to do for my dad, and uh, my dad's a, still a very important piece of my life. I do his banking, and I do some errands for him, and I run him to his appointments and things, so um, as long as he's with me i'll i'll do that because i owe that to him um and i had those errands to run for him and i had to go to the store and one of the big box home improvements places um but i tell you what the entire country must have been out in in my little part of west virginia on friday running the same exact errands they were the stores were just insane and it wasn't really like people returning gifts or stuff you would think that would have already happened because that was friday after you know christmas was on sunday morning but on, the places were packed and it it just i don't know and that time of day i mean i i left around 10 30 so 10 30 to about uh 2 o'clock in the afternoon and it just was wall to wall absolutely wall to wall yeah Facebook does like to hide stuff they really do and YouTube does too for certain people so far I'm not big enough I'm not a big enough threat for YouTube to try to hide me because nobody knows I'm here (laughs) but uh, you know I I had to get uh, gasoline in the truck uh, before I come home and and I had strategically routed myself uh, so that You know, I was going my furthest distance and working my way back. And then I would stop at the the grocery store Kroger's and do do what shopping I needed to do there at Kroger's and then fill up. Because if you have the member card, you can get certain discounts and stuff on on fuel because you build up points. I mean, a lot of those places, grocery stores and stuff have them. I think even Walmart's in the game, although our particular Walmart doesn't have gas stations or gas pumps. I think they're affiliating with one of the gas stations um, just around the corner from them, but I haven't tried to, to do that, uh, tried to use the Walmart membership to produce um, fuel over there. I, I saw one sign, it's a little general store, a little general Exxon. And one sign I saw that said that they were participating in the Walmart fuel savings program or whatever they titled that thing. And then I never, I've never seen anything that says how you use it. You know, do you, there's nothing on the screen of the pumps that says, if you're a Walmart member, customer, because, you know, Walmart has a membership because they're trying to rival Amazon, put in this code or put in whatever, and you'll save on fuel. I, I, I haven't seen that and I don't, I haven't gone inside. I I pay at the pump. So I I don't go in very seldom um, unless it's early morning. If I'm doing something and needing some coffee, they usually take my own coffee. But anyways, I haven't done it. So um, I, yeah, um, went over to the, I, I had pulled a truck so that all I had to do was pull across the driveway to from the parking spot to the the pumps and the truck the the um, gas cap on the truck is on the driver's side and the gas cap on my car is on the passenger side and i had to stop and think well you know (laughs) which side is it so but anyway bless her heart the things the pumps were lined they were they were three deep in almost each one of the uh, the bays there and um i guess maybe you know people trying to head home or something from the holidays but one poor lady, she was driving an SUV and I get tickled at some of the women and I know how this is going to sound, but I get tickled at some of the women driving these big old SUVs and some of them driving the full-size pickup trucks and stuff and acting like they're big big and bad and then they just can't take care of (laughs) themselves. Oh, it's not very nice of me to say, but so this poor woman's in this big SUV and she's pulled up there and I'm assuming she was finished pumping fuel because she had inched a little forward and there were people lined up behind her, but her, her truck had quit. The battery was dead. Um, she couldn't get it started for the life of her. And, and somebody else in a full size truck had pulled up blocking one of the, um, uh, bays there for gas station and thought the guy thought, Oh, I'll, I'll just hop out here and hook it up and start it up and, you know, right off in the sunset. And i'm I'm watching this while I'm in line, waiting my turn at the next, at the pump on the other side. And uh, you know people are getting aggravated and trying to drive around, and you know she's stopped, so nobody can pull forward and get fuel. and he's gone across, so people are having to try to go around him. And what should have just been a quick little you know hook up and jump, which sounds terrible, I'm sure, but that's exactly what it is, didn't work. You know he couldn't he couldn't jump her truck i i don't know why it could have been that that the jumper cables he had it i know my husband fumes and fusses about the battery in my truck that it's hard to get to the um the posts and stuff because the way the battery sits or the way the battery's made i forget how it is anyway but so then somebody in this little puny car is sitting beside over and i see him stretch the jumper cables over to the little car and she starts right up so um It was it was funny and I kind of felt bad for people trying to get around because they were getting aggravated. You could tell a couple people tapped horns as they went by. But it. It just was crazy, absolutely crazy. So I'm thinking, you know, I I'm one to talk in a way because I I don't think I, I may have jumper cables in the truck. But I prob- they're probably no good because they've just been in there. I, it, it came with a little emergency pack. It's a 2005 Chevy Colorado Crew Cab. And um, it had three miles on it when I bought it. It's the only vehicle I've ever brought, bought brand spanking new. It's my baby. I love it. But she's starting to show her age just like I am. And But it had this little tiny emergency kit. Not really worth the fabrics. It, it was made with a little paper um yield sign triangle thingy that you would put up in the back window and a pair of cables and I don't remember what else, maybe a flashlight which died a long time ago. But I don't know. It's just a little packet that had some velcro on it so you could stick it up under the back seat and the velcro would grab the rug and and um, and keep it uh, keep it in place. But I'm thinking, you know, I probably need to get they make these little battery bank things just for vehicles. And I've seen them. I haven't laid my hands on one, but I've seen them advertised. And I've seen some of those online, or on television, shopping channel kind of things uh, promoting them. I've seen them. And I think, you know, they they probably do work decent enough for what they're intended. And I thought, you know, I probably should get one of those. Maybe I'll put that on my birthday wish list. And the husband can buy me one of those for my birthday to keep in really in the car and the trucks. I need two of them. That's what I'll tell him. I need two of these you'll say okay go ahead and get them i have to do my own shopping but um it just i I just kind of felt i felt bad for the woman and uh, you know she was embarrassed and she was tiny i mean she sat there a long time a long time and it could have been that her battery was just weak and she just killed it trying to start it over and over again my first response would have been i've got a bad alternator because my battery is dead but you know, two years after I bought my my truck, it crapped out on me. On the, uh, I was taking my younger son to uh, school. The weather was bad. Nor we we lived within walking distance, and so there no bus was running. Um, I was going to run him over to the school, and the lights on the dash and everything just kind of flickered and flashed and carried on. I'm like, what the heck? And all at once it stopped. So I was a- I was able to get off the road. And he was close enough. I said, you're just going to have to walk on into this. You know, on. I don't know, it was a few hundred yards, not very far. And I walked back to the house and and, I told my husband, I said, well, that, you know, on the phone, I said, it acts like the battery's dead, but it's only a two-year-old truck. Well, it turned out that the battery in that truck was only good for about two years. And that was just crap, absolute crap. So it made me pretty mad. Well, so have you... Have you broken any of your resolutions yet? I mean, come on. It's the 3rd of January. Or have you been able to keep them all year? This is a fun time when you can say, oh, you know, I've I've been drinking nothing but water all year or I haven't done something since um, last year and, you know, because it's only just a few days um, since the year, you know, and it's kind of tired and old and, yawn worthy and roll your eyes aloud they can hear your brains crack Um, when you hear those kind of things it's like yes everybody says those kind of things but some of us I you know I haven't really made resolutions in a long time because I just they're usually set so unrealistically instead of saying something like well I'm going to try to drop you know five pounds this month I do well I'm going to drop 120 pounds this year you know, you can probably get there, but you you need to set these things in in little bites. Otherwise, you just sabotage yourself when you don't achieve or when you backslide. So, uh, I've got, I have decided, and I've shared this before, um, I want to get my ham radio license. I don't know what I'd ever use it for, but I want to get it. Um, I'm listening, I've got an uh, audacity, audacity. I've got an audio book going now on um, studying for the technician's license, but I really want to do, I want to do both. I want to do the technician and the general. I don't think I have any use, it's bad enough, I don't think I have any use for the technicians or the general, but I'm not going to go for the third level. And I, I just, that's just a little beyond what I think I'll ever need to do. Um, and if I change my mind, I can always go back and take it. But I, I do, I want to get my hand, I want to get the general license. So I want to be able to sit down for the exam and take them both and pass them both. I tr- I have subscribed to a couple of Facebook groups that do, th- that are ham radio people um, in the area. And one of them is a women's group and one of them is a general for anybody group. But I, and I tried to look, um, yeah, Carla didn't bother making any resolutions. Yeah, that that's um. Hi, Carla. By the way, that that I've done that before too. Just said, nah, not going to do it. I don't know that these count as resolutions, but they are goals that I want to get. And I know uh, Tim, uh, Toolman Tim, likes to use the phrase goals instead of resolutions. And I can get that. I don't. I don't know that it really matters much. The idea is you have something that you really want to do. And you've decided at this point, I'm going to really try for it. I'm going to make a promise to myself that I'm going to try. And sometimes it works better if you tell people because other people may keep you accountable. Oh, are you are you studying for that ham? Did you sign up for the? There's a test coming up. But uh, I, I was looking for dates. And maybe I was just looking too soon. Uh, dates for ham uh, radio tests in the general area. And I didn't see any anywhere, and um, it could have been that it was you know early January or, or late December. They just don't have them ready, the dates set yet, or maybe there's not enough interest. Um, I think I set the rate. I set a range of fifty miles or something, but um, I I I don't know where I would go to get it. You know, I don't know where I'll go to get it yet, but I'm not ready for it either. So, but, and one of the things that the guy doing the audiobook, well, it's written in the book, but one of the things that he says is, you know, commit to the date. Yeah, that's true. I had to commit to the date when I quit smoking. Um, the husband and I kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And, we just never did, and then I was working for the state at the time, and uh, he was on my insurance because he wasn't working where he had insurance coverage. And what they were going to do, they were going to increase everyone's insurance by X amount of dollars a month, and people who did not smoke and were sort certi- of got a certification from their doctor that they had were not smoking, would get a a decrease. And uh, because you can't punish smokers you can't punish but you could reward so our reward would to quit was uh, a reduction in our insurance and so we we did that and we we did it to coincide with um, open enrollment so that when open enrollment came around we could say we'd quit smoking and we did and we still are neither of us went back I had I had quit years ago for about four months and um, then my grandmother passed away and we were all at the hospital. It was very upsetting. She, I hadn't had anybody that close to me pass away in a long time, and uh, I just stopped and picked up some cigarettes and started smoking again. It's like, don't care, but eventually I did, and I'm glad I quit because it just, there's a lot of health issues, and it's just not worth it to me. I mean, there are people who continue to smoke. It's on you, not me. If you want to smoke, go ahead, but No, and we don't allow smokers in the house. If you come to stay here, then you have to smoke outside, except for my father, who's the patriarch of the family, and he's 82 years old. And if he wants to come in and smoke, he can come in and smoke. So he gets a pass. Carla says, I am working on doing up some home can and freezer meals because I need better options Graduate school is not contributing to the healthy eating choices. I know I didn't go to graduate school, but I got my bachelor's. And when I was get my bachelor's, shoo, baby. Um, it rather seems to keep Taco Bell in business. I never did much with Taco Bell. On occasion, I would. I just never did. It wasn't my thing. I used to really like, uh, you know, McDonald's. But over the past 20 years or so, they're really nothing but... <laughs> and I worked for Wendy's. So although I loved Wendy's for a long time working there, you just ate so much of it. I just didn't. And then I worked at Pizza Hut and I tried to eat good at Pizza Hut because I worked in Canal City when they had the sit down store there and um, they had the salad bar and I could, I could eat, you know, from the salad bar and eat better. But uh, I also smoked at that time too. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I kind of undid anything that I may have done well with the salad bar by smoking. Carla, are you on my personal Facebook or are you on Hosting House Facebook? Because I can't tell from here, and I'm wondering where the feet's coming from. Just because I can't tell, I don't have enough. I don't have enough screens in here. <laughs> when I when I get my office set back up or straightened back up. I'm going to put multiple screens so that I can do all this. It'll be a different computer and stuff anyway. So, um, Oh, yes. Uh, here, I've been in doing this for 20 minutes, and I, I'm barely uh, getting started. Uh, get the ham radio. Get the roof on the doghouse. And for those of you who don't know, the doghouse is an affectionate name for a building that we have here uh, at, on our property that um, – it was called the dog house because the previous owner's husband would go out there and stay when he'd hacked off the wife but it has a a, ba- a, a full bathroom um, a full kitchen a living room area kind of thing and it would be a bedroom except it doesn't have a closet so if I put a closet in there it's technically a bedroom but without the closet it's not technically a bedroom but it has a bad roof, and I mean really bad, as in stuff, water, stuff pours in, not just kind of drips, but pours in. So it's going to be about seven grand to do that. I haven't decided. I kind of want to put a metal roof on it so I don't have to worry about it. But if the price difference is very much, I don't think I will because I don't think I'll live here another 20 years. Because, I mean, I'd be seventy-seven. I don't know that I'll be here when I'm 77. I can't climb the stairs to the basement now. I just don't think I'll, but I don't know. I am still debating that. I don't have the money together yet anyway. So, but one of the, that's, that's one of the things, uh, I need to get some more guests in here. Um, and in order to do that, I've got to get stuff straightened out here a little better. Um, I've kind of let it go over the holidays and I, I do that just because I want to take it easy myself and get a little rest of myself and enjoy the family and enjoy the holidays and not feel um, pressured by having people here. So I usually, you know, close a lot of the calendar off, but I got to open that back up and I've got to open it up and I've got to get more people in than I did last year. So I want to increase that probably 25% anyway. I haven't put the percentage down in a number format yet because I don't, I haven't gone back and looked at how many nights, um, I had, uh, booked total last year. It wouldn't be hard. I mean, all I have to do is hop on the the software and do it. But I just haven't done it because you know during the holidays I want to focus on the family. I'm I'm not focusing on this stuff. But you know, the end of the year is coming and on, and it's time to get to pay the paper. <laughs> and I want to put a little more cash into Bitcoin. Uh, I know there's uh, differing opinions on Bitcoin. Um. Daisy will be sad because she gets a cheesy roll up every time I stop. <laughs> no idea why. I went to your your page on Facebook and clicked on a link. Well, if you went to my personal page, personal profile page, then that's that's the link you're using. If you went to Holstein House and clicked on a link there, then that's the one you're using. Um, I've got Holstein House open on my phone, but I can't have all of them open all at the in my current setup so i don't know who's coming and i don't know if i'm missing comments i don't want to miss comments but sometimes you'll have that because you just don't have enough stuff i need more stuff i don't really need more stuff i just need to deal properly with the stuff that i do have all right but 2023 has already started off kind of crappy um with the columns. I'll, I'll share that here in a little bit. Um, I, I, you know, I love Amazon and a lot of people love Amazon and I really need to back off using Amazon. Uh, I try to purchase stuff more that's already been used thrift store, you know, for dishes and things like that. But there's some things that you, that I can get like filters for my refrigerator for the water in my refrigerator is cheaper to get multiple, a multiple pack from Amazon than it is to go to Walmart, and plus you're not buying those used anyway. So then I go into Amazon, and they've always got these lists of things. Hey, this is for you. This is for you. And um, I I fall into that almost every time, and I actually look at them. And now there's this thing that I've got quite a few things in my Amazon cart, and it's it's things like the water filters and and the filters for the air conditioning system, and and filters for the vents and the and just stuff that I can't you can't buy you wouldn't buy secondhand and uh, (laughs) one of the things that they showed me that was a suggestion was this thing I'm telling you I I, I'm very tempted to get it and I know it's going to be an oriental made piece of plastic junk but it's it's made like I don't have one here but it's made like a spam can you know you get a can of spam or treat or whatever in these little little odd shaped cans you know and you pop that top off and it's made like that but it has to be bigger so it'd be like taking a a one of those cans that's empty and cutting it uh vertically on the short ends so that you've got these two big two big pieces and you take a couple fat rubber bands and you you put put those pieces together and you hold them together bear with me you hold those together with these fat rubber bands then you set a quart size ziploc bag freezer ziploc bag down in there and fill it up with whatever your soup or whatever kind of liquidy stuff that would flop around or you know get weirdly shaped down in there and it holds it up in the freezer so that when when you take it out after it's frozen you take it out you take the rubber bands off you take those outside um framing or can or whatever you want to call it off you've got this frozen block of food and supposedly stacks better in the freezer and i'm thinking i can just cut i could just cut a can of spam you know just cut that but then i'd have sharp ends so that won't work and then i have one sitting over by the sink that i put uh, uh, those little uh, mesh bags like you get potatoes and stuff in and onions and and garlic and stuff I stuff those down in there and just till I get several of them and um, I picked that up and looked at it I thought no this is too small for a quart size bag hmm what have I? I've got to have something but what I normally do is is I lay things flat but now if you've got soups or something when you lay things flat you get you get a bubble in the top of it you get an air bubble as as the as the liquids freeze you know And so they don't always lay perfectly flat. And then if you've got something that just kind of is up against it, then you've got a little, a little dent in there. And so it's not the best way to do it. And I'm thinking there's got to be something that I have stored somewhere um, that, that that will work with that I can do that. Something kind of square shaped that I can do that. But would it be better for my, which freezer would it be better for the deep freeze downstairs or the refrigerator freezer? Maybe the refrigerator freezer. Cause that's where I've got a lot of my chicken broths and stuff that I've frozen. Dixon way says where I'm at. If you talk Bitcoin, people look at you like you're off your rocker. Yes. Yes. I've tried to have the slightest conversation with the husband and my dad. Cause after church on Sundays, we always go to Shoney's for dinner. There's a reason for that besides just going to Shoney's and just so that I don't have to cook. But that's not part of this. This. So we were talking about Bankman Freed and i'll get it i'll i'll do a little more later but i they both looked at me like i was crazy they both did and i'm i'll talk about it a little more later but i i want to do a little i mean i don't want to i would really like to in the long run have a full bitcoin right what is it about $26,000 or so that would be sweet but I, I mean i've got enough sats right now to go to to take carla to taco bell is about all i've got enough sats for but uh so i saw that thing and that this get get back to this <laughs> stupid frida thing there's two of them in a pack and for 20 bucks so they're about 10 dollars a pack and i know if i ordered them they're going to be junk they might work a few times and then they're going to crack i i got some of those um uh uh food uh it's not food saver it's not the brand food saver they're they're how you, when you um like Carla's going to cook ahead and put things away. They're the, the black bottom with the clear lid containers that you do for meal preparations. Some of them are divided and some of them aren't. I got a bunch of those at different times, not at one time, but, um, if you drop them out of the freezer, which you're not supposed to do anyway, but if you drop them out of the freezer, they crack, crack all over the place because they're hard plastic. And I'm thinking, I, I have to throw this away now because, you know, I'm taking it out of the freezer and either I dropped it or one slid out or something because my freezer sometimes gets away from me. And I know these, these things that I'm seeing that look like the cans of spam are the same kind of plastic. They're fascinating to me. I'm spending way too much time on it, but it, it just, I'm thinking, I know I've got stuff I can do that with. Dag on it. In my basement somewhere in a pile of, of plastics that i'd never recycled (laughs) containers i've got something i can just cut it in half and use a rubber band to hold it till it freezes i could do this i've got a whole book on upcycling why it's available on amazon by the way um why am i struggling with this and then now carly you mentioned a while back uh those uh we jar we yogurt jars that you had something you wanted to do with that They've got a couple new types of lids for those. These are kind of like your butter dish, butter crock lids that, you know, just snap down on top of them. And I have some of those that are wooden with the silicone seal that you push down on them. I use them. I make my own yogurt. I've bought enough of those Wee brand yogurts over the years that I've got a stack of them. I don't buy them anymore. I just fill them up with my own yogurt. But they've got those different ones on and They have some like that that stretch. They're a silicone that stretch over the top. And there's some new, now I do need this, I need, there's some new kind, new styles, I should say, of food racks that um, fit, might fit. I measured and they might fit, because sometimes you can measure and it still doesn't fit. Even if you measure twice, you can still put it in there and it doesn't fit the way you think it should. Um, for pet food cans, the the big 13 and a half ounce ones. Um, I've been getting the dog's food and the cat's wet food uh from chewy so i'm getting it in bulk so that i don't have to worry about low stock uh, because the dogs have um stomach issues so i get the purina pro plan sensitive skin and stomach both the dry and the wet food for them and i it's hard to find i can sometimes get it over at uh, the tractor supply but sometimes i go over there and they don't have it and it's hard on dogs and probably cats but it's easier to get cat food um when you switch their food around especially if they have sensitivities so i've been getting it in bulk well it's a nightmare to store because i don't have anywhere to store it so i keep it in the in the cartons that comes in but then i have to stack them up and then i'm having to dig through you know because i got cat food even if i rotate them and have cat food here and dog food here and cat food here and dog food here um or I can just cut them all open and, and put six and six, but they don't eat the same amount at the same time. So I'm running out of dog food faster than cat. Anyway, it gets to be a nightmare. I'm looking at um, some new styles of racks for uh, pet foods so that they're first in first out and they roll a little better. They don't just kind of sit there. And I've bought those before and not for the dog food and cat food, but for like soup and stuff. And they just, when you try, they sound so good on paper, but then when you go to put them into practice, they're not very good at all. Um, wooden and silicone lids for Christmas. Oh, yeah, you, they, they just kind of plop down on top of them, yeah. I love them, too. Now, I do tell you uh, this, Carla. Um, I had some yogurt mold on me that got bumped to the back of the refrigerator And I found it and I popped it open it had some mold on that lid. So I had to scrub that lid and I got to thinking, hmm, I'm going to have to put some mineral oil on these lids to try to keep the mold from um, embedding itself in there. So uh, I scrubbed them down real good, soaked them in bleach for a while, let them dry out good and and just give them a thin clue. I've got some uh, food grade mineral oil that I use on, on eggs after i wash the eggs from the chickens and it's made it's it's um uh the label talks about food grade and for cutting cutting boards bamboo cutting boards and i just uh uh not just any uh, not just any uh mineral oil make sure you get the food grade because the baby oil has scent in it uh and it may be processed differently so just it's not very expensive at all you can find it and you know you may be able to just use a little um olive oil or something or coconut oil or something but the idea was to keep those mold spores from from embedding into that bamboo because I thought then I'm just going to contaminate all of my yogurt from that point on but um that's what I've been doing for mine and it's worked so far it's worked so far but I want to get some of those racks I'll be looking for them I'll be I'll be looking for them at the at the resale shops and stuff now um it won't be the exact same kind, but I know, I know what I need now. I know what dimensions I need, where I need to put it and, uh, to get those dealt with because you don't think about it when you're starting to buy uh, bulk packaging of foods, especially dog food and cat food. The dog food comes in this huge bag that I can barely lift. And I have some containers downstairs that are rodent resistant and they have the gamma lids on them. And I put that in there, but, um, until I go to use it. And then I have a fairly large um, flip top trash can that I keep. I put the bag and all down in there and and do that. So I know I'm rambling. Um, Bob and Betty, the dogs, Bob and Betty White, for those of you who may not know, uh, they've been fidgety since after Christmas. And I don't know, there's nothing other, other than the fact that we had Christmas dinner Nothing else has changed. I think they just are anxious. They need to be walked. I need to walk as well. And I just, I've got to uh, work out the best time to do that. There's a combination of things that I'm going to have to struggle with is Bob's going to be very aggressive if, if he sees another dog. I don't know that he would fight another dog. He, he didn't fight Betty when he came here. He wasn't fighting other dogs at the at the rescue Um, I don't know how much exposure he had to the other dogs other than, you know, behind a wall or something. But if there's a cat or a dog goes up the street, he's insane. You see his hackles go up. So it's a combination of the best time of day to do that for other people's dogs and the schools. So we've got the elementary school that lets out at a different time than the high school. And there's a small window of time that you can you can make that walk. I could. I was walking a year ago. I was walking early in the mornings, but then there started to be some signs of uh, dangerous people. I shouldn't say dangerous. Um, just <laughs> questionable character people uh, moving around in the night in this area. And I quit walking before daylight. So then that gets into the, um, the birds and get, letting the birds out and feeding the birds and what time everything else flows so it's just a, it's a timing thing uh and and working that timing out is just always crazy and about the time I think I have it figured out something happens there's a doctor's appointment a dentist appointment or somebody feels bad there's something always it's always something the chickens are down to laying just once a day uh, or one egg a day I should say not even once a day I've gotten one egg a day for the past six days. Uh, the Leghorns were laying pretty well every day. They haven't laid in about three days now. So I've got one of my uh, Isa Browns laying. I don't know which girl it is, but one of them's laying. Uh, my Leghorns are molting. I noticed the day one of them was out on the front porch. Her tail feathers were missing—not like raw missing, but molting. You know, the long ones were gone. So she's she's molting. Uh, the ducks, my gosh, those ducks are going to end up in soup because they're the girls are not laying. They haven't been laying since. I want to say September. And of course, boy, ducks don't lay. Well. They don't lay eggs. Anyway. So put in a quandary. Uh, I've got people, you know, because everybody's freaking out about the cost of eggs at the store suddenly now they're calling me wanting to know or messaging me wanting eggs. Well, I didn't have any. And when I did have them, you didn't want them. When I was dying, uh, drowning in eggs, you know, last summer and, and liming eggs and offering to lime eggs for people. And now I did, did have a couple people that were buying them, but nobody was around. You know, nobody was. I was like trying to give eggs away. Everybody's like, oh, we want eggs. But then when it comes to it, no. Well, now that the girls aren't laying and I don't put light on them because I just don't think that's right. I think let nature do nature and don't try to force them. Um, I wouldn't want to be forced if it was me. So I just don't do that. Um, But now, you know, I'm debating whether to, um, whether to get some more chickens or not. A friend of the, family dave his dad big dave we like to call him uh he's into incubating and and raising chickens and stuff again in his advanced age and um he told wayne the other uh, about a week or so ago that he would he would hatch some eggs for me if i wanted some and i kind of do and i kind of don't i kind of because i the The response you know, there's nobody else to take care of him but me. i can't I can't go anywhere. You know there's Wayne would to, to, but he doesn't know how I could show him. It wouldn't work very long. But his work schedule is crazy, and he's out of state a lot. And um it just it just wouldn't work. and and I, either I'm going to have him or I'm not, and I have to make that decision. I love the ducks. I'd love to have some more ducks. I just it's like with the chickens I just don't know I had at one point I had uh, some people who were buying duck eggs all the time then the ducks slowing down you know they do the same thing as chickens plus my ducks are older than the chickens so they don't lay as often either I have uh, just the one peeking left and the one uh um oh shoot oh rats I know what kind she is. I say it a thousand times a day. And now I can't, can't think. Can't think to say it. Okay, kids. Something I want to remind you. Uh, this is episode. Now, this is my little commercial break here. <laughs> 46 minutes. Uh, this is episode 24 of the Holstein House podcast. For those of you listening on the podcast, we premiered on the Fountain Network. And if you found us on Fountain, I hope you'll boost. I hope you'll find something worth clipping, clip and share with all your friends and followers. And if you find that I've given you any information here that's of value to you, I hope you will return the favor with value to me. Um, We're also on several of the other big uh, podcast apps like uh, Apple and Amazon and Podbean and there's a couple others I can't think of right off the top of my head. We're on those. I don't uh, I don't hear a lot from them, but I do know we're on there, and my stats show that people do download some episodes. Um, I'd love to hear from more of you, really, just to say, "Hey, I heard you." You know, I I had a couple people here in the past week that did that, and it just really it was it was really nice to hear or to read. It was a message okay let's see oh so I've got some new friends now because of Tim or Toolman Tim's 24-hour radio program and his telegram group and I I'm really excited you know that that I've had uh, you know a few people join up and uh, I I hope to earn your your trust. I know I've had people come and and subscribe, and and I've seen them unsubscribe, and they're people that really kind of hurt to see them unsubscribe because they're they're kind of big named in the self reliance groups, and and they talk about helping people get started, and they talk about helping you know people in general, and then they just kind of walk away, and you think, well, why am I not worthy? <laughs> know <laughs> if you trying to help me too um, but you know you just have to start growing a thicker skin and that's what I'm going to work on but so I'm really excited to have some some new friends and have some new uh, subscribers uh, join and listen and hopefully and I want you to share with me what you would like to hear me talk about um, now some of you guys have heard me mention Holstein house but you you've not heard the story of Holstein house Holstein House, I opened Holstein House through Airbnb initially in 2017. Uh, We have a spare room in the house, and, uh, you know, the husband was traveling a lot. Uh, I had some time on my hands through the winter. Uh, My notary work was kind of, you know, uh, in the wintertime. I didn't do a lot of that. And I thought, well, you know, I'm going to open this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to share this room with people. I'd read up on Airbnb, and it sounded really like a lot of fun. There was some questionable stuff too but i thought nope i'm not gonna put you know I'm, I'm just gonna do it i'm gonna do this and i did i filled out everything i took some photos i posted them and you know i was up and running uh, our home was built in uh, around 1920 i didn't have the exact date that's one of the things i'm gonna I, I need to put that on my list for things to do get done this year is to actually find this the history of the house I don't imagine that it has an exciting history as the location of where we're living, but you know, exactly when was it first recognized, you know, by, by local government as, as being here taxed or what have you. Um, I kind of know the name of the the people who built the house, unless it was somebody before them. And I don't think it was, but so the house is around 1920s. Um, Mr. Holstein and I have, have, over the years that we've lived here, um, looked for uh, period pieces, not necessarily heirloom quality, you know, um, um, museum quality pieces, but pieces that are relevant to the age of the house. Um, and, and we've put them, you know, in, in places and, and things. Um, the guest room has a full-size iron bed iron frame bed. It's actually got a memory foam mattress that we've had a lot of compliments on. Uh, I've got workspace set up on a, a vintage uh, uh, dresser and um, we've got a couple of uh, vintage uh, chest of drawers and the closet and stuff all in the room. The paint that we put in here is period correct if it's not exactly correct for the layout of the house. We, we had to guess on the dining room and the and the kitchen area because we think where the dining room now is might have originally started out as a bedroom but yet again there's no closets so we're not sure and we know that the kitchen where it is now the cooking area and the cabinetry was added later so we know the bathroom was added later so but we don't know exactly when but the inside paint is correct and we've got we've taken photos of our our, our ancestors and put them in uh, period correct frames, bubble, those bubble frames. And we you know we've tried to do there. There's you know obviously we have the internet. We've got a refrigerator that runs on electric. We we have modern things, but we've tried to give a flavor of the original house throughout. Um, we're not a high dollar place. Uh, we have the one full size bed with the workspace our guest limit is two that's it i mean it's just one bed that's it just two people um it's not a high dollar pinterest perfect kind of place i live here we live here with our dogs and cats and ducks and chickens and life happens here you know so sometimes it's cluttered it's kind of cluttered now and as i get to taking things down from the holidays i'll have that tidied up a lot more uh but the guest room is clean uh is very clean and the animals are not allowed in there the bathroom is clean your the dining room is is clean you don't have dirty dishes you're not eating off of filthy dishes or anything like that but one of the things that um just that reminds me that life happens even though you're trying to do stuff is last week i found one of our porch columns rotten it had rotted out at the bottom uh it's probably rotted out more than just the bottom but the bottom is where i found it after all of the snow and the weather we have and i went out on the porch and i was sweeping away some of the the just the stuff the bits and pieces of stuff that had blown on the porch and i looked over and and this column and what i'm going to try to do if i can make it work i'm going to try to share the um a, a few of the pictures uh of this column here so if you can uh, those of you who are still with me if you can see it what you're seeing this is the column on the down river side of the house it's actually the column that i had my american flag on and uh, i think you can see my cursor you can see where the uh the hand the rail used to attach right here and let's see so this is all i mean you look at it it's got those um uh tunnels like carpenter ants and and stuff do and of course it's all sh- slumped down here where it's there's no support left to it these are all all four of the posts on the house are wooden and um this is people that that are viewing this are seeing another view of the same column how it's hollow in the middle uh i, I don't know how it's even a structural piece it, it could have just supposed to be a decorative piece that they put uh under this this the ceiling on the porch the porch ceiling um this uh what people are seeing now this is a uh, a timber that uh, or a piece of um i think it's four by four maybe i don't know the dimensions but i think it's a four by four post that M- mr holstein put up there to hold it because the, co- the f- this is the column that's rotten and it's slumping down and it's not supporting anything now and that's to keep that corner from falling plus we're gonna have to take that out <coughs> oh that's my toolbox I cleaned up my toolbox too it's another step i've got more than one toolbox so this is a a uh a uh a graphic of of the the post the same ones that you've seen and that's that's the husband taking out a strip screw i was trying to take the the rails down while he was gone purchasing we had gone on monday yesterday on monday the second to the big box home improvement stores to find columns i wanted bigger ones than these because these i felt were too small for the front of the house for the aesthetics of it uh we couldn't get those mostly because they were too expensive but um they would have we would have had done a lot of different work to the to the roof of the house to uh, fit them in from how the previous people built the top of the porch um <laughs> that's betty Betty standing on the porch and on this picture as you can see I've taken those rails down what I did he was out buying the replacement rails I told him you know there's not too many times I insist that um that I get something a particular way it's usually I'd like to have and then we compromise I wasn't compromising on this particular issue I insisted on composite structural posts so the posts that are going back up look Just like these but they're not wooden. They have a metal pole in the middle and they have a resin composite on the outside so it's like a plastic, a plastic on the outside and and a metal post on the inside so that they will hold the roof plus they won't rot. And he looked at me and kind of laughed while we were looking at him at the uh, box store. And he said, yeah, but then the, the the floral rot out from under him. And I said, well, I don't care, I don't care about that. No, we're not, I'm not doing this again. We're going to pay and have good posts put up. So the picture that everybody's seeing here, the swing, my swing is a composite also, um, is after we've removed the rails uh, and we were going to get something different but when we took the rails down, they seem to be in good shape. And what we're going to do is we're going to cover those rails either with some kind of treated plywood type stuff and paint it over, but we're going to close this in. And so instead of having the, um, the open rails that you can look through, we're going to close this box this in. And so we eventually can put screens up and screen in the porch without much trouble. So that's my Betty. That's a pretty girl right there. My little boxer girl. Betty. She's our rescue baby. Oops, let's see. How do I undo this? Do I do this again? Oh, no. Here, what I can do here is this. Remove. There we go. Um, so that that's what I ended up with. Um doing yesterday and I stripped the screws in a couple of places and he he come in with the new posts and I'm fussing I wasn't cussing but I was fussing about the screws and um that 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 I had stripped them and so he was able because there's a different there was a couple he couldn't get either we had to uh get these little tap things and try to get them out with the taps that are made to do that and a couple of them were so freaky they that wouldn't even work um but we, were, we managed to get them all down. Um, but, you know, it's just we're living here and this is going on right now. So if you were to come and visit, you'd come and our front porch would be in, in this kind of condition. No rails. Uh, there's a handrail to help you up the stairs. There's no, no porch rails and, and it's just crazy. I'm waiting to get the name of a contractor from uh, my insurance agent. This isn't an insurance claim, but off from the insurance agent a contractor that may be able to come out and to take care of the posts because you have to take them off one at a time and make sure that there's the weights on uh, on something else while you put those in place and we can do it mostly he Mr. Holstein can do it not so much me I can stand there and look like I'm doing something but he doesn't have time and he, he'll be working the next 13 days we think his schedule is for the next 13 days and I want this done soon I want those posts I can do the rails I can put the rails back up myself i know what to do there but i can't take this post down myself so you know and uh, if if you're traveling through we're still we're still taking guests we're still taking guests uh, so if you're traveling through the area of west virginia and a matter of, a matter of fact i did have a young man i'll, I'll just give his first name and, and last initial andrew s uh, did reach out to me on uh, Facebook yesterday uh, on the Holstein House Facebook page um, about staying. And uh, we weren't a good fit for his needs for, you know what he wanted to do, but I was tickled to death that that he and he'd heard the podcast and he said he enjoys the podcast. and uh, and I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that and hope that uh, we'll be able to be a better fit for him in the future if he's coming through this way. But uh, one of the things that I know is, some of you guys that are listening are in the self-reliance or the prepper uh, communities. And you, you think, well, this is weird. She runs a a B and B. Yeah. She's got a few chickens and ducks. I understand that what I do hosting house doesn't neatly neatly fit into the, the prepping or self-reliance community. Um, I know I get some peculiar, I, I say looks, but It's not really looks because you're, you know, we're on these social media platforms. And it's true of most of the things that I do. And it's true of most of the things that I'm interested in. I don't always fit neatly into these categories. Um, You know, but I can provide those of you who are in that community with a comfortable and safe place to stay. Um, We think a lot alike. We think a lot alike. And if you're wanting to avoid giving your money to some of the big corporations that that are supporting things that you don't approve of, you know, we're an option. If you're coming through West Virginia on 67, 67, 60, Lord help me. If you're coming through West Virginia on interstates 64, 77 along the West Virginia Turnpike, think about it. Think about it. We do have open dates in January. Um, We're offering Hall's Chocolates and Coal River Coffee, uh, freshly ground Coal River Coffee. I will grind it myself that morning before I fix it for you uh, for direct book only. Direct book only. That's not for Airbnb. And that's because Airbnb is a more liberal-leaning organization and they support things that maybe you don't want to support. Plus, they're going to take their piece out of it, which kind of can't blame them. They're hosting a page for me. They're taking care of their, are funneling funds. You know, they're holding the money guaranteeing that I get paid and that you, if you file a complaint and it's a legitimate complaint that you can, you know, get your money back if it's, if it would warrant that. So yeah. Okay. They get a part of it, but if you direct book with me, then you don't have to worry about their fees and you're actually paying their fees whether you want to believe it or not, because I'm not paying fees to them if you're not booking through them. So anyways, you can go to robinholstein.com and choose Holstein house from the menu. Uh, Click the, click the link to check the dates that you to see if they're available for when you're wanting to stay. Um, You should see some options that like for chocolate and coffee stay package, that's where you get the halls chocolate and that's where you get the the uh, hand ground fresh ground coffee um, and those that that one's good but for stays right now between well between now and March the 31st it and again it's not available through airbnb uh let's see no more i'm not seeing any comments from anybody except oops, low battery uh except carla and the uh, And um, Dixon Way, I just want to make sure that, you know, if you have commented and there are a couple people who will comment and it just does not fail that I don't see it. And I don't know why other than, you know, Facebook just doesn't like to play nice. I'm trying to plug in a USB to my phone said low battery. So I want to plug that in. Oh, so, yeah, I keep going on and um, I'm, let's see, uh, oh, you can also use the Facebook, uh, yeah, you can also use the Facebook hosting House page and go through the links to book. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Now, here's something, this is terrible, I'm going to go over my allotted time, it's because I'm long-winded today. So, uh, I there you know a lot of us follow m- multiple people on YouTube or Facebook or uh, Me We or or Truth or all of these different platforms. And there's a couple of people that I follow that just make me shake my head sometimes. Not necessarily that they're they're dumb or they don't know what they're talking about. I, I don't mean that. It's just that. They'll they'll say and do things that just baffle me. And one particular one I was listening to this morning as I was doing some housework and it makes me think, what in the world have we done to our children? Um I'm not going to name this young lady. I mean, she doesn't deserve that. It, 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 and unfortunately she she's she's just the latest in, in a few Different people that I've listened to that are considered experts and are being asked out to speak on on topics and things, and some of the some of the most uneducated things come out of their mouth. And I I use the phrase uneducated on purpose because this is just a matter of they don't know. It's not that they're dumb or too stupid to learn. It's just they don't know. But yet they're speaking as if they as if they do, and it and it just blows my brains. It really does. And I have to wonder, you know, what are these are some very basic things that, what, did you not learn this in school? So I'm making the bed and I'm I'm streaming this person on my Kindle. And my Kindle, unfortunately, is over there I would show you. Because I run most of my YouTubes on the Kindle because I don't get those ads in the middle of it. I get the first one and the last one, but I don't get all that other stuff in the middle. And she moved from the Pacific Northwest of the United States to a popular southern state because there's a lot of these people doing that you know I'm going to move down south and I'm going to get into self reliance and I'm going to do these things and she's got like over she got 20,000 subscribers i mean it's crazy she's got 20,000 subscribers i don't begrudge her one of them i really don't but today she mentioned and i say today because today's when i listened to it but i think she recorded this yesterday evening there's a lot of them that do these monday night lives and I think that's what hers was. And uh, she says, uh, so we're, we're apparently there's some storms coming through and we're under a tornado watch. This girl is in her late 20s, if not in her early 30s. She says, how do I know if one's coming? I turn around and look at my Kindle, and I said, what? Because I talk to my inanimate stuff all the time. The first time they talk back, it's going to be a problem. But I do. I, I looked at that thing and I said, what? She said, how do I know if one's coming? Does somebody call us? How am I going to know? And I just could not believe that someone of her age, relatively successful, at least on the YouTube, and with this particular area of self-reliance type lifestyle, <laughs> is saying that. So, so a good Samaritan in her chat windows is saying something about uh, a, a Noah weather radio because she turns around. She she looks, she says, well, what's a Noah weather radio? And she turns around and she shouts through the house to her. I'm assuming it's her husband. I think she's called him husband. Calls him by first name and says, have you ever heard of the NOAA weather radio? Now. How can you be in your 30s? Okay, maybe you don't know that's called a NOAA weather radio, but how can you be in your 30s and not understand how people get notified of inclement weather, like tornadoes or flash floods? Most of the cell phones have apps on them that you have to actually disable the, the alert and tell them you don't want those alerts because they come through automatically. She could have, maybe she doesn't have cellular service right there, but she's got Wi Fi because she's on the internet. And your phones can go to Wi Fi and those signals, it works the same way. Now, I know what a weather radio is. I've had a couple in my life. I don't have one at the moment because it went, it, I don't know, it got stupid and I couldn't get it programmed right the battery had died and I put a new battery in and it just acted ignorant so planned obsolescence some people might say yeah Lisa yeah I bet you do have you're out where you're at you're gonna have to have one and I bet you didn't have to stop and say what is that I bet you had an idea of what it was good to see you Lisa by the way so (laughs) I'm I'm thinking what in the world where what are we teaching these people do these? Why do these kids not know? And I call her kid because I'm 57. She's in her 20s, maybe 30s. She's younger than my son, I believe I've heard her say. How do they not know these things? And that's not the first time she said something really questionable. She said something questionable about some uh, food preservation practices here not too long ago. And I thought, oh, and you're putting that out there on the Internet? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know. But, I mean, she has a lot of good information in other areas, and it's fun to watch her, you know, work with her animals and try to build this little homestead down there in the southern part of the country and, uh, you know, freak out because there's bugs. (laughs) One of the things back in the warm weather, she was just absolutely hysterical because of the mosquitoes and stuff. And all I could do was shake my head. I guess they don't have mosquitoes in the part of the world she came from. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean a, no weather radio of some sort and whether it's a NOAA weather radio or not a weather radio is is essential if you're going to be in the prepping world or even in the uh self-reliance world you gotta know what's coming and I know Toolman Tim mentioned on his telegram um either this morning or last night I forget because of the time difference I go to bed earlier than everybody else um he was looking for ideas for gifts for his groundhog giveaway thing that he does. That might be a good one. I don't know what Amazon, if if they're how much they are on Amazon, but he wanted to keep it under 50 bucks. I know a weather radio may be a good one. So, um, you know, Dixon way, if you, if you, if you happen to jump on the telegram, if you're still there listening, um, if drop him note, let him know. I'll try to, too, but that might be a good. one. Yeah, Carla, we're not teaching him much other than, let me tell you what I said in church, and I was doing the service Sunday, and I had to. Oh man, almost, almost messed it up. I, I don't care what gender you think you are; doesn't doesn't matter to me. Knock yourself out. But when the dictionary starts going and changing definitions of words this fast, there's there's a problem. We've not been classifying multiple genders for very long, and yet my understanding is Webster's dictionary has already changed their online definition of gender. And I wanted to, I was citing a definition in, in the service on Sunday um, on humbleness, but I had to, I found that I had to qualify that by saying what I tell you it is today might not be what they defined it as tomorrow, or it might not be the same as in the collegiate dictionary that you had you know, six or seven years ago. Because we're just on a whim making changes of definitions of words. And that's kind of frightening to me. Not in a, you know, I don't recognize your idea of gender. It's it's when you start changing the meanings of words, you change the culture and you change... There was a time when the word Nazi was a scary thing. And now we throw it out there every other day at people we don't like. It was a very defined type of evil person, you know. And now it's just out there all the time. It's used to, to shut down channels and shut conversations down. We're taking words and we're, we're twisting them around and making them say things that they weren't intended. You know, the phrase were, arose by any other name. It still arose. Well, yeah. That's not necessarily a good thing. You know, you might have been a Nazi and now we're calling you, oh, ultra MAGA? Or... Uh, Christian nationalist, I think that's it. I think Christian nationalist is the one that they like to use instead of calling you a Nazi now to kind of scoot around the the definitions of, uh, you know, so they don't get in trouble. I didn't call you a Nazi. I called you a Christian nationalist. That's something different. I have a crank radio as well, Lisa. It's not a NOAA one, though. It's just a generic kind that my mom got probably on QVC. I have to crank that baby for a long time to even power it up. It's crazy. What am I hearing? I hope it's trains. I think it is trains. Uh, Anyway, sorry. I know I'm going long. I'm going to try to wrap it up. I am. so there's another person. Now, this one actually is going to go a long. I'm sorry. There's another person. This one's a guy. He's got over 29,000 followers. He's a very successful person. He's a thriving, I mean, a thriving, successful business. I mean, it's just a really good business. And he just, he's foul-mouthed. And we've kind of had these conversations, kind of skirted around it a little bit in the past. He drops the F-bomb all the time. I can let that go. I mean, that's just what, what bothers me is when he gets agitated because somebody says they don't think he should be using that kind of language and i mean he gets i mean it could be a show just freeze youtube channel you know there's always that possibility but uh he does he gets almost he almost melts down when he reads a comment from someone says that you just cuss too much and he'll go around well you know uh when you know that when jesus was braiding that scourge he used a bunch of foul language he used curse words what is curse words it's just some made-up definition of well you know there's a little more to it it's not just the word um and you know jesus was jewish he was a jew he was the perfect person without sin Born, immaculate conception, no sin. I mean, so he's not going to sin in and of itself. The word, the F bomb word, isn't a sin, it's the behavior, it's the way, it's what you intend with that word that makes this sinful. If you use the word, and it's my understanding. I'll leave room, wiggle room to be wrong here, but it's my understanding that in, in the Jewish community, if a word you use or something you say is intended to attack or demean or pervert a person, that falls in the category of sin. And so, most of the time, if you're walking around and you just say, It's effing cold outside, that's not the same as saying, F you mfu get out of here fu you know those are two different ways of using that word one is sinful and one is not because the the fu and and get the f out of here is not just saying it's f and cold out here man it's it's an it's a it's an angry response an angry verbal attack so that's where that's where that comes into. Um, it, it's it's not just that word. But over the years, we have, in different communities and different cultures, decided that certain words are not appropriate to be using. You know, I don't like hearing that kind of language. I don't, uh, you know. The New Testament says not to let these type of, of filthy language come out. And it's not just about the word. It's about the mindset. It's about the thoughts associated with it. And, and you know, if you're thinking in your mind, I really, this person just, you know, I really hate this person. And, well, that's the th- that's the underlying sin. And the expletive is just the outward expression of it. But there's a lot of words I don't like to hear. I'm not going to, you know, jump up and down and scream and go on your page and say, stop saying that word. That's on you. That's not on me. That's on you. So do I still listen to his broadcast? Yeah. Yeah. Am I going to put it in the comments you use that word too much? No. Nope. That's on him. God will judge him or not. It's not on me. It's between him and God. Uh, da, 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 da. oh let me let me touch on the Bitcoin just for real quick um there's a, a faithful friend on um the fountain network uh just goes by HJ uh, and he's concerned about my capital B Bitcoin position he said I assume you still see uh just the money part of Bitcoin there's just so much more the rabbit holes deep we have a saying bitcoin fixes that just wait until you discover what it means in so many ways i came for the money and stayed for the revolution <laughs> okay i think i'm going to put my signing agent money because i i do loan signing well i help people with their loans that's for a different day but it's part of my notary work and it's part of my notary business um I think I'm going to take what you know when I take a a a, a draw an owner's draw. I think I'm going to take that and put that in Bitcoin. I really do. That's not money I live off of. The uh, what doesn't go back into the business for you know supplies and stuff like that that I that I draw out for myself. I I think I'm going to put that in Bitcoin. I really think I am. I think I'm going to write that down. And I'd like to hear more about some of you guys what your thoughts are on Bitcoin. Uh, Lisa, I think I sent you a link. I don't know if you ever uh, had a chance to look at it or not. Uh, on um, twenty-one days of Bitcoin, it's fascinating and it's um, revolutionary. But I just—I probably shouldn't say that. But I—I uh, I like the idea of Bitcoin. I really do. It's a—it's almost like an international currency. It, uh, I can, I can pay Sven in Sweden in seconds. It doesn't, it, there's no, there's no going through this bank, through this bank, through that bank, through PayPal, through here, and, and converting it to, you know, his coinage. We all use this coinage. Well, it's not coin, but anyway, you understand. Um, Bankman Freed, he's messed up a lot for those of us who are interested in bitcoin he's he's really sh- messed us up um he is the example that we're gonna i had to listen to that when I was, I was talking about we had dinner with my dad and they got got all well my dad didn't the husband did he kind of got wound up about it and he says you know the that guy just he just screwed his people i'm like yes he did and bitcoin's you know just a scam and i'm like no and here's why he said, well, there's nothing. It's just it's just computerized money. I said, what backs up the U.S. dollar? Now, these are familiar phrases to people uh, who've been looking into Bitcoin. What backs up the U.S. dollar? Nothing. Nothing. There's no gold. There's no silver. The U.S. dollar is not backed up by anything. Am I going to put my entire life savings in it? No. Am I going to put a percentage of my entire life savings like some of these folks did with Bitcoin? Uh, Freed, no. I I may I'd like to into I'd like to have one. I'd like to have enough money in there that I have one full Bitcoin. I really I just think that's fascinating. But there are countries all over the world that are making that their their currency, and there's only X amount of it. Period. There's no there's no way for anybody to go in and type up more Bitcoin, like the Federal Reserve prints more US dollars oh Lisa what did you think about it was it worth your time did it did it help you at all did you open up a carrot account so that you could get your get your few sats I've got I think I mentioned it a little bit ago I've got enough to take um take Carla out to Taco Bell (laughs) <laughs> but uh, um so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put my signing agent money in there I um I think I think it's what I'm gonna do I'll put it over on but I have to get one of the wallets I'm gonna have to get one of the wallets for too much longer I'd love to hear what you guys think of it um so i'm i'm going to try here for the uh for the podcast part i'm going to try to start wrapping this up um i want to touch real quick on the young man um oh where did i oh damar hamlin i i was i was tripping on his first name i couldn't get his first name to come to me damar hamlin from the buffalo bills he's the young man that um that got hit so hard yesterday and they 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 had to use the um aed on him and they had to take him to the hospital and he's not the first nfl player to go to the hospital but he is the first to have and at his age i think they said he was 24 uh such severe trauma on the field and uh i last thing i saw was that they were keeping him medically sedated and um uh on he's been intubated uh to um give him a chance to heal folks i i kind of stopped watching the nfl back when the players stopped standing for the national anthem um, we do watch a game here, there now, but not like before. Before we used to keep it on all day Sunday. It was just which is the next game, which is the next game, and Monday night and Thursday night. But, uh, and we used to keep the television on during when it was NASCAR season. So we would go from NASCAR until around September, and then September it was NASCAR versus football. It just depended on, you know, which race, because I don't like the road races. So if it was a road race, we'd watch football. Uh, and up until, you know, they killed the Winston Cup, uh and because of you know winston cigarettes you know and all that mm, craziness um then uh, the nfl just got terrible you know because of people choosing not to stand for the national i mean I, it it just is not the pro, I mean, mean, if you want to protest it, don't go to the game, stay home. If it means that much to you, don't play, but you, you won't do that because then you don't get paid. So now we're just haggling about price, but NASCAR got too stupid. Uh, You know, they bowed to the pressure to end the Winston, Winston Cup because of, of uh, cigarettes. Uh, they start, started trying to make everything fair because, you know, people like the master, in my mind, Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, he could win the Winston Cup without taking a first place trophy uh, because he figured out the math. And he knew if he could get consistent top five finishes that he could win. Hello, that takes some skill. Plus, you have to finish in order for that to work. And then they change the body modifications till everything's almost identical now down to the slightest millimeter. They'll go check. And uh, I, it just, it just isn't, it, it just isn't fun anymore. And then now they're doing this, this stupid, I guess they're still doing it. I don't watch it. So I don't know. They, they went to doing this dumb thing where they do so many laps and then rotate directions because so that the losers could, that are in the back would have a chance to win trying to make it all fair. no that ain't racing. So anyway, I woke up last night about 1030 to Betty needed to go out. And and I came back to bed and I started was reading on my phone. And I saw the story about uh, Damar Hamlin. And uh, I said a few prayers for him while I was awake then and and for his family. And I really pray he can recover. I really do. But I also kind of felt a little hypocritical. um, Hypocritical. I, I, I was seeing Twitter posts praising the medical team and the U.S. medicine system along with tweets trying to next to people trying to connect what happened to him with the Rona shots and being forced on the players. And I thought to myself, that kid has access to the best medical treatment money can buy. How many prayers are going up for the thousands who have collapsed just since New Year's morning, getting the best care their money can buy, and they have no money? How many GoFundMe accounts are just as worthy as the one that the young Hamlin guy sponsors? And it was really bugging me because on the one hand, I don't want that that young boy, boy to have, you know, lasting. I want him to be completely healed. And I want his his family to, uh, to feel peace and feel confident that the Lord's going to heal him and confident in the medical system. And he can afford all of that. And suddenly, people are pouring money into this GoFundMe account, which I'm not saying doesn't deserve attention. But there are tons of them out there that do. And I'm I'm going to ride this horse again about my my girlfriend Diane because she she's really kind of running out of time. You know, this time last year, I offered, I started through the medical prep to donate live donate part of you know a substantial part of my liver to her to keep her alive and i they told me no i wasn't a candidate and so i've tried to bring awareness not just to her but to her and the whole you know liver donation program that they have down at university of virginia and you know she's got to go fund me too is her life not worth as much as young hamlin's life because he plays football, I get it. He's 24. I think they said he was 24, and he has his whole life ahead of him, whatever definition "whole life" gets. But Diana has grandchildren. She's got a life ahead of her too. I'm sorry. I just I kind of get frustrated. It, it it's it's a it's a level of idol worship of athletes and. You, would you pay two hundred dollars to watch the local elementary skid, elementary school kids perform a Thanksgiving play? did you did you donate two hundred dollars to the school to go watch the kids in, in a Christmas or a holiday play? or or would you pay 200 bucks to go to a, a middle school or high school football game? Or would you give hundred dollars for a high school jersey? a souvenir jersey? Or a souvenir book. Will you, 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 will you spend hundreds of dollars in travel expense to, to go? And I'll, I'm just going to say to Cincinnati because they're closer to Cincinnati to, to sit in the stadium, to buy your ticket, to rent the room, to stay, to spend the gas, to buy the food, you know? But you can't be bothered to go to church and put money in the plate, your tithes or offerings. Well, I can stream that on the internet now I, it just frustrates me I um I I I just I just get so aggravated about it and uh I I, I know it's against the grain and how dare you bad mouth because he's he's not well you know he got hurt I don't know if if he actually got hit so hard because i wasn't watching the game i don't know if he actually got hit hard enough in the chest for that to happen it can happen i'm not saying it's not um i know people are trying to link that to the um strange sudden heart attacks and sudden deaths of adults and children for that matter um otherwise very healthy and the things that they mostly have in common is that they've had all these vaccinations i'm not i i'm i'm not a doctor i'm not that kind of a scientist i don't know it i can only go on circumstantial um you know evidence it it does look weird it does look weird but i didn't study the numbers before so i don't know how they compare to say 10 years ago i know we hear a lot more about it but i don't know how they compare really uh yeah carla there is um i'll send you i'll try to get a link to you um I don't have it right where I can get to it fast. I don't think I may have it in the show notes. I used to have it in the show notes. Let me see. <laughs> um, yeah, here it is. Here it is. I'll share it with you. It's twenty-one days of Bitcoin, and um, it it was it was shared with me by one of the followers i have on uh, fountain fm and let me know that you can or cannot see that lisa i'm fascinated i'd love to know more about your family that mine bitcoin and not so much kind of detail that it would out them or anything like that but just the process and what they've had to invest if they think they're getting their money back i mean just that kind of generic stuff I have no interest in mining Bitcoin, honestly. I got more than enough to do. I'll just, what do the cool kids call it? Hoddle it. I think that's what they say. Hoddle it. Meaning, hold it. So I, I, um, I'm going to get me a shot color. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a an electronic shock collar uh, or com- computerized shock collar that I can program that every time I go um it goes and break me of that I don't I don't do it when I read obviously because you're reading but uh but uh <laughs> I do it when my brain stops so going to share this and then i'm going to close out the live stream for the uh uh podcast but i'll we'll stay on the stream yard for a few minutes if you want um (laughs) now i'm very conscious of it upcoming guest i have asked and he has tentatively agreed uh, bob keller of Keller survival bob keller is the original prepper from the canal valley Uh, He opened his shop on the north side of Charleston. Um, I think it was North Charleston. Might have still been considered west side. There's a fine line in that area that I'm not sure where it falls. But Bob opened a shop in basically a gas station garage uh, that he remodeled and uh, started it way, I mean, 20, 22 years ago. I'm not really sure how far back. Uh, He and I have known each other for a long time. We're not like real good buddies, but I was uh, the West Virginia division president of the International Association of Administrative Professionals. And um, I, he had some, he, he wasn't doing the prepping stuff then. He was doing laser. I think it was laser cut metal statuettes and things like that. And he made, um, Uh, business card holders and stuff and and I was able I bought from him a few business card holders with the IAP logo our local logo and of course his information attached and gave them as gifts to my officers and we kind of stayed in touch back and forth and Bob he opened the shop he started having some medical issues so sometimes he just is kind of suddenly not well and um, but he He ran a shop for a long time and he was a a firearms. um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you can buy, when you can sell firearms. He had, he did that for a little while. Oh, Carla, if you don't see the link soon. uh, I'll I'll put it in the Facebook message to you. If you don't see it before we're finished. Because sometimes there's a delay. Um. Anyway, so he he moved out of the area, and then he moved back. When he moved back, he opened a new branch or a new store, the same store. He doesn't do the firearms anymore, but it's Keller Survival. It's in uh, Cross Lanes, West Virginia. Uh, I'll drop the um, um, web address down in the show notes. I don't have it right in front of me. He's agreed to interview. Uh, I wanted to talk to him about, you know, what prepping was when he started, the changes that he's, he's seen over the years, how he compares prepping with self-survival and, and, um, or, um, self-reliance, not self-survival, self-reliance. I just think he'll be a great interviewer. And he, uh, he's, like I said, he's agreed. His wife may, may participate as well. Don't have that all worked out yet, but Bob's a great guy. And, oh, and he's a goat guy. Oh my gosh, he's got goats, or he's had goats. He had, <laughs> he has, um, um therapy goats because you know, he has some things, and uh, the goats help him. I think I've seen pictures of him doing goat yoga. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's agreed. We just have to work uh, work out the specifics of the date and the time that we'll we'll take care of that so I'm going to start wrapping the podcast here at an hour and 45 minutes I think I am so sorry to go this long I try to keep it to an hour but you just never know I may have to break this up into into halves um so you know like I mentioned before this is the 24th episode of the Holstein House podcast premiering on the Fountain Network uh, if you found me on Fountain, and I hope you will boost and clip and share with all your friends and followers. If I bring you value, I hope you will give value in return. Uh, I am on some of the other uh, major podcasting apps. Um, and, and so if you found me there, please just drop a note that says, hey, I heard you. I heard you. So I am going to wrap there. Oh, wait, before I do that. I want to acknowledge, because I always acknowledge people who've boosted me on, on, uh, on Fountain. Uh, HJ, like I said, one of the favorites and one of the, uh, one of the uh, steady supporters of the podcast, has shared a total, a total, because it's in more than one go, uh, 1,675 sats since Christmas. And viva la revolution, H.J. So your continued support is greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, like I said, we premiered on Fountain. And I hope you will come back the next time. And we'll see you again soon.